Um, so you're really just changing the timing of how you collect your rental income. Um, and from a cost perspective, it just works out to basically half a percent per month on the upfront amount, right? Which I guess is the same as sort of six six percent of the annual rent, right? So um, this way, like property investors, they're still able to kind of, I guess they have their cake and they eat it too. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we're back with CEO and founder of Future Rent, Godfrey Din. We'll discover how he came up with a business that's available to any and every property investor, a story about a client who's now buying their second investment thanks to Future Rent and how the end goal of the trailblazing business isn't what you might expect. Dean's most challenging moment in his journey was not just a moment but a year. It's probably hard to hear that and not think back to even last year, right, 2020. Um, so, I mean, more more on the business side in terms of future trend, like we, so March 2020, that, that I think it was the Friday when the government announced the moratorium on evictions. Wow, you remember that very well. I don't even remember which day it was. <laughs> it was, I mean, as you can imagine, right? I mean, we're repaid from rent that's paid by the tenant. And, um, and the way the government announced it, where they didn't give any detail as to, you know, from a state or territory's perspective, how, what it actually meant, what the laws actually meant. But basically, they just said, okay, well, you know, there are no more evictions. Um, so, we had a pretty similar experience to, I think, um, it, most agencies around the, around the country, where you know about twenty percent of tenants put their hand up um, and and said, "Look, we we either don't want to pay rent, or we want to pay reduced rent, or um, or all of that." So I guess it was you know um, a scary time for us, but also just because a lot of our our landlords were you know under quite a significant amount of pressure, um, but. Um, interestingly, like the one thing that most people didn't realize until they called up was that our repayments, they, they pause so um, automatically. So because we're only repaid from the rent that's paid by the tenant. So the tenant stops paying, your repayments um, with us, they pause. Um, so, um, so I guess it was something which um, generally resolved itself within about two months. So as you know, more information came to light and people realized, look, it's, it's not a complete abatement, it's just a deferral, <laughs> you know, you still need to pay rent. Um, most of those situations work themselves out where people moved out, they find, found different accommodation. Um, and, um, and yeah, fortunately, the book kind of just stabilized and things sort of just got, got back to normal. Um, so it was a pretty, pretty crazy time, but I think if anything, it made us sort of realize like just how important like those flexible repayments are for people. It would have been a really scary time and, and very unknown and uncertain for you because you're thinking what, what are we going to do as a business if all these payments start to sort of slow down and tenants are not paying, it really, really does have a huge impact on cash flow and then you might not even know, it could be six months, it could be 12 months. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. We're just so lucky, aren't we, that you know here things seem to have 
touch wood, largely, um, you know, world or our, our little part of the world feels like it's getting getting there back to normal. It's been a complete opposite experience for me anyway This in the last year because things have just gone completely opposite to what I've anticipated and I think a lot of business I've heard, especially in the property space, have just gone absolute gangbusters. Since about November last year, we've seen investor sentiment just go through the roof, right? So, people now, almost like a wealth effect where people now are so much more comfortable spending money on their investment property, on their own home, um, you know, buying buying more property. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a good market at the moment, good time to be a property investor. Although he realized the power of buy and hold with his property in Ermington, his biggest aha moment in his property journey isn't about any particular property at all. I think that like the, the, one of the biggest things for me was actually when I came up with the idea of the future and I realized, wow, you know, people have all of these cash flow needs and you've got all this money, it's already coming to you. Um, why shouldn't you be able to get it paid early, right? And if, if people are doing that in the commercial world, why shouldn't residential and everyday investors have that same ability to get paid their rent early? Um, you know, that was a real, real epiphany for me because it can be so powerful. Like, you know, the, the difference between having, you know, $3,000 paid into your account every month and having $36,000 just sitting there to make your next investment, it's huge. It's huge. I think the, the difference between, and that's really, and this is a little bit jargony, but that's the difference between income and capital, right? Capital is powerful. You can really do something with it. Um, and, um, and, and I think that for me has really kind of been one of my biggest, biggest moments. After keeping us in suspense for long enough, he dishes on the details behind future rent and how it works. Our clients, they don't borrow money. We actually just enter into a type of lease with them on the property that under which we pay them rent up front to enter into that lease, right? And it, it's rent that they're receiving. They're not receiving loan funds or anything like that. They're literally receiving, you know, a year or two years worth of rent up front. Um, and, um, and then we, um, that lease basically gives us the right to collect a fixed amount of rent from the property. So property manager stays in place. Um, all that happens is we get the property manager to set up um, equal installments to pay us back. And they can do that over up to three years, right? So um, you can get a whole year up front, pay it back over three years. So there'd be 36 equal installments, right? And um, because you're spreading that year out over three years, it's actually only um, taking up about a third of the rent to pay back that principal or that year up front, right? Um, so you're really just changing the timing of how you collect your rental income. Um, and from a cost perspective, it just works out to basically half a percent per month on the upfront amount, right? Which I guess is the same as sort of 6% 6, 6 of the annual rent, right? So um, this way, like property investors, they're still able to kind of, I guess they have their cake and they eat it too because they're still able to get like a whole year's rent upfront, but they still then are able to get the majority of the rental income to pay for their mortgage or pay for whatever it is, you know, their property expenses or anything else that they need to. We're not getting money up front from the tenants because they're not paying, you know, say, you know, 12 months of rent initially up front. But then future rent is is helping to pay that. Can you just explain in numbers how that works and the times behind it? So, say, for example, you're 
rent is $700 a week, right? So you can either get your $700 a week or you can get 36 and a half grand, which is like a year's worth of rent up front, right? And, um, and then you've got the choice as to what period of time you wanna let your tenant pay that back. So say you wanna let your um, tenant pay that back over three years, then effectively you're gonna be paying back 36 and a half grand over um, three years is basically $1,000 a month, roughly, um, which needs to go to pay back future rent. So your, your property manager will basically set up 36 payments for $1,000 a month, and that'll go to future rent. But you're still collecting over $3,000, or you're collecting $3,000 a month gross from the tenant, less your $1,000, so you're still collecting basically $2,000 a month in rent. Yeah, but this is what I don't quite understand is who pays that rent up front? Oh, we do. Future rent does. How do you fund that then? That, that's what I'm wondering. How do you fund that? That Ultimately, you are going to get that money back from future rent, um, but who, who? how do you fund that to, to the landlords? Because obviously, the tenants are only going to be spreading out and paying over three years, let's say. I guess we're very lucky in that we kind of have... Um you know, not only our own our own equity, but also um, uh, sort of wholesale debt um, that can grow our book. Um, so yeah, we're, we're very lucky that we've sort of got a lot of capital um, to help people, you know, do all sorts of things with, with, with their rental income. Dean has created a fantastic business model with Future Rent. And not only does it thrive, but it's sustainable. We're not trying to make a, a lot of money on each deal. We don't make much money on each deal. We're a scale business, right? Um, we really want to change the way and revolutionize the way that people collect their rent. Um, so, you know, we, um, you know we, see, we see a lot of demand, right? So we see a lot of property investors who, are, you know, would prefer to get their rent up front so they can supercharge their investment properties or, um, supercharge their investment strategy, whatever it is. Um, and we're just giving people another option. So um, for us, it's a scale thing, really. We, you know, we really want to be the number one choice that property investors use because we're quicker, we're easier, we're simpler than dealing with the banks. Um, and in many cases, we actually end up cheaper as well. Um, so, um, so yeah, we, we sort of really trying to create a new category for property investors, something that's built for property investors and for their investment, for their cash flow needs. We don't do any property management, so we just work with whatever property manager you have. So they just set up the payments for us and um, otherwise nothing really changes, right? All you're changing is how you collect your rent. And what are the criteria for say, for example, a landlord or property investor coming to future rent to be able to qualify to get this? It's really simple, right? Um, the only thing we really care about is that our clients are, are paying their, their mortgage, right? As long as you've been paying your mortgage, you're not late in your mortgage repayments, you're eligible, right? Um, so we don't care about, you know, your, um, I guess, um, yeah, we don't need to see any other paperwork, right? So we, we, don't, uh, we don't need to see any income stuff. We don't need to see any expenses. Um, so there's no extra paperwork required from the client's perspective, which makes things you know, really easy. People apply in, I don't know, somewhere between three and five minutes. Um, we just need their basic information, like their ID, the contact details for their property manager. The property manager handles the rest. From the property manager, we just kind of get a copy of the lease. We get the property management agreement. 
Um, but that's really all we require. So, um, and interestingly, like, you know, a lot of people, they assume that they've got to have a year's left on their lease or something like that. They don't, right? Even if you've got a vacant property, you can get a whole year up front. And, um, and all, all it means for us is like, if it takes longer to lease, then it just delays the period of time that, you know, it delays our repayments. Um, so, you know, from a consumer's point of view, it's super, super consumer friendly um, product, you know, really built for property investors. What would happen if a tenant is locked into their lease and doesn't pay their rent and you can't go through the lengthy eviction process? We really rely heavily on um, the property managers, right? So, um, the thing is, is we're all, we're all on the same page, right? between the landlord, future rent and the property manager, everyone wants to rectify that situation and have it resolved. Um, we're very hands off. We don't really sort of get get involved. Um, it's really the property manager to drive, you know, the outcome in the ordinary ordinary course. Um, and yeah, I mean, that purely just extends the period. I mean, we had we had some situations like um, in, in COVID where rents in areas like Docklands were completely smashed um we, we had some clients where the rent was dropped from say 700 to 450 a week and vacant for three or four months um and that's fine you know we 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 understand that that's part of the business and that's that just means that it might take us you know six months longer or so to collect collect the rent um but um but that's just you know part of part of the business really i guess what i'm just trying to think is you know worst case scenarios for say for example the landlord landlords on a positive side because future rents covering their rental 12 months in advance then does that mean then once they pay been that pay that 12 months in advance they will have to wait 12 months later to get their next payment and it's essentially just you know every 12 months the landlord would be getting that because that helps them with their capital it depends on the repayment term that they select right but you got to remember future rent is only repaid from part of the rent that's paid by the tenant. So you as a landlord, you're always going to continue to collect some of the rent from the from the property. Um, so yeah, so if you pay us back over over three years, you're still going to get over 60% of the rental income. Um, and um, and then once future rent's repaid, you can you know do it again. So um, so the shortest term available is like one and a half years because effectively um, the landlord still wants to generally collect about 25% of the rent as a minimum because just to pay, you know, basic property costs. But we want to make sure there's just always enough rent coming in to pay, you know, at least your property manager and your basic hacker. Coming up after the break, Din explains how it took years to get future rent set up. A lot of work. Um, went into getting things set up, but now it's it's seamless. You know, people apply in um, in minutes, and they're paid generally within two days. So super super quick. What future rent can do for you in addition to giving you your upfront rent? We've even been helping people invest in the share market. We had one client actually who um, he took out a whole year's worth of rent and he used it to buy shares in Zip, um, and he made he told us that it's actually gone up seven times since he bought those shares. He shares the positives of mortgages. And you compare that to borrowing money for a business or borrowing money for, you know, a commercial property investment. And there are so many more strings attached, right? But in the residential world, it's like one of the um, most stable 
sort of forms of capital you can get. And that's up next. I'm Taran Sham and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey, property investor. Is your cash or equity currently earning you 1 to 2% per annum sitting in the bank? What if I said to you that you can do better? To find out more, simply register your interest to become a money partner at propertyinvestory.com. Right now, there are great opportunities in the property market and I'm looking for money partners who want to invest to get a higher return with low risk on their money for 6 months. Register your interest by visiting propertyinvestory.com. Din explains how he set up the business and why it took several years to do so. It was something that it took a long time. Like even before we started doing what we're doing, we spent basically two years working through all the regulation. So um, we got a sign off from the tax office. We actually got a ruling for the benefit of all of our landlords, um, basically to make sure that um, their position wasn't negatively impacted. And um, you know, there's, there's all of those details available online, but. You know, basically the um, you know there's no stamp duty, um, there's no GST. Um, the income tax kind of works as it usually would effectively. Um, so yeah, we spent a lot of time and, and energy making sure, from a regulatory point of view, and then from a tech point of view, things things worked. Um, so um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of work um, went into getting things set up. But now it's it's seamless. You know, people apply and. Um, in minutes and they're paid generally within two days. So super, super quick. And what kind of technology and people and, and so forth did you need to be able to put all this together? Because it's not a one-man band kind of website, you know, that's it. It requires a lot of engineering, design and so forth to be able to put something like this together. It takes a village. It honestly takes a village. Um, so it takes a village and a lot of work, a lot of testing and, you know, experimenting and um, and just figuring things out. But um, but yeah, we're very fortunate that we, um, you know, had had some 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 good advisors, and very lucky that early on we got um, a group involved, our innovation fund, who are a venture capital group, um, who were able to sort of point us in a couple of good directions. Um, so yeah, I think it's just for us been about learning as much as we can, you know, reading as many books, listening to as many great podcasts, trying to continually educate ourselves so that we're you know, able to um, to deliver what we what we want to deliver. With FutureRent rightfully picking up steam, he sees the business growing even larger in the coming years. We at the moment we're still really building awareness, um, so um, and we're yeah, we're, we're, it's been really rewarding to see our, our property investors grow with us. Um, we've been around helping people for you know over two years in terms of helping people with their their, their investment and cash flow needs, um, but. Yeah, we, we just want to continue to grow and we want to make it as simple for people as a choice around you know when they want to collect their rental income and we want to help people do do a whole lot more. I mean, there's a whole lot of examples that I could sort of walk you through in terms of what people have been doing. But um, yeah, I mean, I think we really want to do a lot more of that. Um, so we, um, yeah, we've been helping a lot of people renovate not only their investment properties but also their own homes um so people actually cashing out you know rent on an investment property and then renovating their, their principal place of residence um that's been big 
Um, we've been helping a lot of even small business owners because, you know, small business lending is really challenging. I don't know if you've ever tried for your business to, to get a small business loan. It's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> a lot of paperwork and it's expensive, right? Really, really expensive. Um, whereas if you're lucky enough to have an investment property, you can get, you know, your rent um, early instead. And it's, it's a much more consumer-friendly solution. So we, we helped, we had a great client who's got um, a pizza shop that we helped buy another pizza shop and um, an accountant, a, a, like a whole range of, of, of sort of small business owners. Um, we've even been helping people invest in the share market. We had one client actually who, um, he took out a whole year's worth of rent and he used it to buy shares in Zip. Um, and he made, he told us that it's actually gone up seven times since he bought those shares and um and now he's sort of paid back that future rent and he actually last week took out um another year worth of future rent to help him buy a house with the money that he made from the um <laughs> shares on zip so some really interesting cases right it's a the thing is there there's endless possibilities right we're not prescriptive about what people use the money for um we figure people can can do what they want, but so yeah, we, we just want to continue to help people with their um, with their investment goals. His biggest mentors are those he worked with at Investec, who took him under their wings and taught him the ropes. I was really lucky in that, like when I started working um, at Investec, like like I mentioned, I was a kid, um, and um, there were a lot of people who were um, yeah older than me and wiser than me and able to you know teach me a whole lot of a lot of really valuable lessons um you know learning the difference between good debt and bad debt and understanding and getting comfortable with with leverage right and realizing that like in, in for instance you know generally and obviously everyone's situation is different but in australia like if you have a mortgage um, as long as you meet your interest payments you're all good and you compare that to borrowing money for a business or borrowing money for you know, a commercial property investment. And there are so many more strings attached, right? But in the residential world, it's like one of the um, most stable sort of forms of capital you can get. So, um, so I think, you know, I had a lot of really good mentors who sort of shared that type of philosophy with me really early on. Um, and, um, and yeah, we're really integral to being able to or in cultivating that sort of mindset for me. Um, so, you know, I, I'm a big believer in like continuous learning, right? And trying to really um, get specialized knowledge in as many different areas that you can, right? Um, and doing that by, by actually doing, um, because I think that's often really the only way. Um, so... Yeah, and we're lucky in this day and age, there's so many resources out there, right? Podcasts like this, um, books, um, you know, the whole uh, world is a classroom. Absolutely. And you mentioned that you, you spend a lot of time learning as well. You know, as you said, you've got podcasts, books and so forth. If you're an avid reader or avid listener of audio books and stuff like that, do you have any particular book or resource that you can recommend to listeners that you found really helpful in your journey? There's a whole whole range, and I mean, I, I generally try to find something which um, is a particular challenge or problem that I'm trying to solve. But one of the one of the great sort of general books that I, I, I quite like is um, Danny Kahneman's Thinking Fast and Thinking Slow. Um, 
where he really um, yeah talks about the difference between he calls it system one and system two thinking where system one is your immediate reaction to something your immediate like gut response and that's how we're wired as humans to survive right from hundreds of thousands of years of evolution but often you actually really need to think much more deeply about something and slow down to really understand the situation or to really understand what's happening and often that's really completely counterintuitive and in real estate um you know for example um the only way you're actually able to see through all the mess and buy well when the market is you know when everyone else is fearful is by engaging that type of philosophy right um by really actually thinking deeply about something and analyzing things properly and, and not sort of just moving with the crowd if you were able to visit and meet yourself say 10 years ago what do you think you would have said to him oh gosh oh i think for starters it would be never sell <laughs> so don't, don't sell the property just keep it so yeah i i think buy fix keep you know borrow as i mean i had people saying it to me previously but um but yeah i, I still don't think i fully took advantage of, of you know how much borrow as much as you can when you can you know you got to plan your um financial goals around your life events and situation right um uh, yeah i i think probably um those those two things with so many things to be excited about he's most looking forward to the fulfilling feeling he gets from helping others i'm just really excited about um yeah, continuing to kind of grow grow the business and continuing to help property investors. Um, you know, I, I think um, we still haven't really scratched the surface of like the universe of property investors out there, right? And we we want to make this as simple for people as a choice of, uh, you know, how do you want to collect your rent? And, you know, it's so rewarding to be able to see clients who now, you know, send us snaps of a renovation they did on their home or send us like uh, get in touch and, and tell us like for instance that customer in the northern territory who is getting an extra fifteen thousand dollars a year in rent from a really simple clever renovation um you know hearing those sorts of um success stories that our clients are having and hearing them describe us as like a real breath of fresh air compared to dealing with the banks um yeah that's for me that's sort of what makes me jump out of bed every morning um i love it that's fantastic. And I'm also curious because you, you created and the founder of Future Rent. How have you been able to use Future Rent for yourself, you know, in your investment properties? I think that might be a bit of a conflict of interest. So, I uh, have uh, had to sort of steer away from that one, unfortunately. But um, yeah, we're, we're just really trying to help our clients. Yeah, fair enough. That would have been interesting because I was just thinking, okay, if you did have the potential to do that, what would you use it for? <laughs> Well, everyone's different, right? Everyone has something different in mind. It's, it's amazing. Like, um, yeah, it's amazing. The, uh, the use cases are endless, really. True, true. <laughs> Just as long as you don't go out and start buying like maybe a liability, then it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fantastic. All right. Well, Godfrey, how much of your success is due to your skill, intelligence and hard work and how much of it do you think is because of luck? I think... Um, you know, all of those things are prerequisites. Like I think you have to have all of those things in, in some combination. Um, and, um, and you know, I, I think hard work is, is, you know, probably a big variable there. Um, but I think for, for me, 
I've been quite lucky in that the circumstances have really been kind of favorable for me where, you know, the, I mean, the banks have kind of made it really easy for us in a way where they've been treating property investors like second-class citizens for, um, for so long, right? And they haven't done anything to help property investors specifically with, with their own um, goals in an easy way and giving people access to an easy, you know, an easy solution that's consumer friendly that can help them grow their wealth, right? Instead, they're so caught up with red tape and regulation and all the rest of it. So I think, you know, circumstances for me have been, yeah, really, really um, fortunate. Thank you to Godfrey Dean, our guest on this episode of Property Invest Story. And if you love the show and are ready to get serious about investing your money to get a low risk, high return, then SMS me your name and email address on 0499881040 to become a money partner. Right now, there are great opportunities in the property market and I'm looking for money partners who want to invest their money for a short 6 months. To register interest, text me your name and email address on 0499881040.